The roles are reversed. Ten guys competing for the hearts of one woman, Miss Wright. But who Miss Wright chooses has our panel divided. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Man, another wild ride, another crazy episode of the Proposal Episode 2, Team Sam. Right? Team Sam. Team Sam, except someone here on the panel who's sitting <laughs> okay, to my listen, left. Listen, I was Team Sam mm-hmm. from the very beginning. I called it from the beginning. She's mm. going to end up with that guy the moment mm. you walked out. I called it. But this is what happened. My alliances changed towards the end. Well, we'll hear all about that tonight on another episode. We are live here on YouTube, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Got a lot of people joining us in the chat. We're excited to hear your thoughts. Tune in. We're also excited to just talk about a lot of stuff tonight. This was not the episode that was supposed to air. We have news. We have social media. What's going on there with our previous couple? And then, obviously, we have a fun segment for you guys at the very end. Again, I am your host, Michael Klaus. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at TheOnlyMC, joined by some lovely ladies. Hey, everyone. I'm Mina, and you can follow me on Instagram at MinaMakesMagic. Hey, what's up, everyone? I am so excited to be here to talk all things proposal. I am Lauren Ashley. Hey, everyone. I'm Lauren Pacheco, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Lauren T. Pacheco. Fantastic. Again, this was episode two, but this was not the episode that we were expecting to see tonight. If you did not know about the bomb that was dropped last week, it happened that a girl who knew a contestant who was on this supposed episode came out and did a Facebook post talking uh, about... I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. They say that a male contestant was accused of enabling date rape, I think is the best way to say it. So she came out and said that a guy who was a contestant introduced her to two guys who she alleges date raped her, said that they met on Twitter before exiting the bar. He exited the bar, left her with the two guys. Her full post describes the alleged incident. Uh, said that she referenced five hours of, quote, unspeakable treatment, and that he, I guess, admitted that he was a part of this. And so they decided to pull this. ABC and Warner issued a joint statement, said, quote, an allegation has been made against a contestant on next week's episode, this week, of the proposal. While the accusation was not related to a contestant's appearance on the program, we take it very seriously. ABC and the producers of the proposal are pulling the episode while this matter is under review. How do you guys, first, your reaction to that taking place. Uh, We have a lot big show to get to, but this is obviously probably the biggest news with the show. Reaction and then reaction of ABC's kind of actions of pulling it. You know, I read her statement, and I totally understand where she's coming from. She went into vivid detail about what had happened, and she said that... um, that on a different forum she went into even more detail so Mm -hmm. she could warn people about this guy who was facilitating this type of sexual assault Mm -hmm. which is so scary to think that oh there can be a person who can like lure you into some trap and then leave and you're left with two men in their 50s who's Mm -hmm. gonna spike a drink and date rape you um what i thought was interesting i mean some people might say like hey there's no need to get rid of you know the the episode or the show but 
the way she expressed it was, you know, how would you feel if you went through something so traumatic and you have to turn on the TV and see this person's face when you had to endure that level of trauma and, you know, being raped and, and seeing this guy's face who mm-hmm. facilitated this entire transaction. Like, that is, that's jarring. That's, like, in a way setting you back to where you were before when that happened after you've taken all these steps to kind of move past this type of trauma so in a way that's very triggering it's essentially post-traumatic stress disorder in a way so i am totally on her side i don't think they should air the episode i'm on abc's side where you know i feel like in this day and age networks like abc are becoming even more strict even if it's the littlest thing they're not going to let something slide until they have all of the details and they know what to do moving forward because that is very triggering and they don't want to set the wrong example or set Mm -hmm. a standard that, you know, is going to get a ton of backlash and and therefore, you know, significantly impact ratings. Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing that's so commendable. No matter what the outcome is, they want to nip it in the bud before they even find out exactly what happened. Um, I think that's important for her healing and her recovery Mm -hmm. from this circumstance. I think a lot of people probably... Uh, wouldn't consider that a crime, but it's definitely important to shed light that even if you're facilitating these types of meetings, that you are committing a crime. Um, you know, it's just heartbreaking that she had to deal with that, and I'm thankful that they didn't that they pulled it and they didn't air mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's no way you can't pull the episode. It's just it's way too messy. That man should be in jail, by the way. Like mm-hmm. that's a crime, a horrible crime that he's committing. So well, I don't well, know what's do going to happen. Uh, allegedly, allegedly, I, we're not allegedly. Sure. Yeah. right, yes. right. Uh, yes. The action, action is terrible if it took place. I just want to give him the benefit of doubt. Totally, alleged, absolutely. Based yes. on what, innocent. of course. I mean, so, don't want to send an innocent man in jail. Yeah. But if it actually happened, which they're not sure yet, I guess yeah. if that's true. See, and that's kind of the thing, though, now. It's like people are being ridiculed and taken to the stake before we actually know what's going on. So that's also a scary reality because we don't know the circumstance. We don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And no matter what, this man's reputation is going to be Although she went into some pretty detail, like... And, and here's yeah. the thing, I totally agree with you. I totally agree that, you know, our justice system is run innocent until proven guilty. However, it's very rare that someone is going to make up something that specific and put themselves in a situation where they're describing themselves as the victim in a situation because it's it's hard enough as is for, you know, victims of sexual assault to come forward. So you know, I'd like to give someone the benefit of the doubt and, like, hear their story and still, like, you know, keep it at, like, innocent in- until proven guilty, but let's not, like, to underplay that, to someone that point, else's though, story Mina, or accusation. To that point, though, I will say there's another popular television show, Catfish, and this same thing happened, mm-hmm. and it came out that there was nothing that they could prove. And unfortunately, I think Neve's reputation got ruined mm-hmm. in the process of that after investigating it. So it's like, yeah. yeah, I think what they did was better safe than sorry, and are like, we're just washing our hands with this all together, saying mm-hmm. we're not making a decision, we're just going to pull it, people can make whatever decision they want. Like you said, the, the guy's name was plastered over, I'm not going to mention his name, if what he did actually happened, terrible, absolutely, absolutely horrendous, I mean, the description, absolutely ridiculous, and I unconscionable of what he actually did but I think yeah better safe than sorry uh, I did hear and read that he didn't even make it past the first round right which is interesting if you don't even make it past the first round you don't even get to speak mm-hmm. so I did find it interesting of if they hadn't have said anything he's on for 30 seconds and 
what happens to the actual couple that would have been featured. And I'm really curious. Yeah, are they going to show When we find out what happened to them. (laughs) Right. Right. Absolutely. And their love story, if a proposal did come out of that, it mm-hmm. would have been nice to see, um, you know, the outcome. But You know what they could do? They could definitely put that weird graphic on his face. Right. Well. right. <laughs> Just blur him out yeah. and then let that's, the rest of the contestants participate. That would be participate. the best use of that terrible right. graphic they've been using. That's Can the they be- just cut him <laughs> out if he was cut out of the first round? Isn't there a way to just um, not show him, like, walking down the well, stairs and saying his name? But if you think of how they're standing, he's kind of in front of other people. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. so then we need the graphic. So we'll yeah. cut out part yeah. and then that is the put the graphic. graphic. It is the <laughs> creepiest <laughs> graphic. It is Slender so weird. Or something I feel weird, like I'm watching like, a commercial for yeah. some, like, Cialis or something. I know. I've seen people <laughs> right? on Twitter, they're comparing him to the Silver Surfer. That's yes. exactly what he looks like. Or she, yes. Yes. in some cases. Well, it's interesting, yeah. too, because the show originally is ten episodes. So do you think they will fill another episode at the end or you think we'll be down to nine now? No, I think filming mm. has already taken place. So but what it's either going to be nine or some weird What if we get like segment. a, yeah, like a special on like the relationships. Like an after progress. the rose yeah. for that, yeah. this that show. Yeah. The proposal, yeah. yeah after, after the, the proposal and then everyone comes back who's still a couple. Yes, and then we're, we're so invested so we want to know yeah. all the fantastic, details. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> well, let's jump ahead to this episode because it was a crazy episode. We're all watching, we're all thinking that we have our favorite again team sam from the beginning team you sam. were team sam so who from the beginning did, did, stood out was it sam the whole time for all of us sam stood out more than anybody else from the very beginning because as cliche as it sounds i was like okay she's like a country girl she likes country music she has a kid she's really sweet seems down to earth and i'm like oh my god he's so adorable i want to pinch his cheeks he seems like you know like a good i, I don't know like just like an innocent sweet stand-up guy just from, like, that very initial first impression mm-hmm. based on nothing. Some guys <laughs> stood out for other reasons, though, like Evan with hyping up the crowd and <laughs> yeah, yeah. really his Lord of the Rings spiel and all of that. that he was very so excited. Funny. and I mean, I felt great. hyped up when he was doing that little <laughs> dance move. <laughs> um, and then I'll also say Mickey Blue Eyes. What was his name? Samuel? Uh, so we had Sam, two Sam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the other Samuel. I I mean, I noticed him right away because of those eyes. Um, Sam W., yes, I believe, was his yes. name. Yeah, yeah. so in his little his little song was great. Law student, um, wedding DJ. Yes. Hey-o. Yeah, he right. was a triple threat. Right. <laughs> wedding DJ, triple threat. Go, Sam. <laughs> I liked Lord of the Rings cute. guy a lot. Yeah. I don't know, because she was awkward in a way. Like, so, part of, like, what you were saying was, it was just so funny. I feel like he owned all of his, like, Lord of the Rings obsession with so much confidence where I was like, He definitely yes. was comfortable in his own skin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, we'll talk about what happened and obviously more about Lord of the Rings guy. You guys are watching the show on After Buzz's, like, reality TV show, and this is just one of many shows that we offer here on After Buzz. Dozens of hours of content for you guys. Every show, basically, that is on TV, YouTube, Netflix. We offer an after show to be able to discuss these forums, dramas, reality shows, sci-fi, But we need your help. We want to be able to help offer this stuff to you and be able to let you guys know about this. So we're asking you to please subscribe. That little red button, just hit that subscribe button. As YouTubers say, smash the subscribe button. (laughs) Besides helping us, here's what it gives you guys. You get notified with specific content that is directly related to you. It brings you and your favorite after shows together. You don't have to seek them out. And it suggests content from other channels or podcasts that you might be interested. Again, this all comes to you. This is not work that you need to do. Subscribing to our YouTube channels will also help you discover new shows that we're sure you love. And since you're already tuned into this reality show, 
you might be interested in others. Obviously, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, several other shows that you might be very interested in. The Housewives, all right here. And remember, we have channels for other genres too. Any show basically that is on internet and on TV, we have an after show to talk about it. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, because we all are, we sign up for something, we think we're going to get bombarded. Don't worry. It's easy. You click them off. It's easy. Just hit that subscribe button right now for an easier AfterBuzz TV experience. And let us know in the comments, because we love hearing from you guys, how we can best serve you. So they start out with the 10. And it's interesting. This time they bring it down to six people Mm -hmm. instead of seven. Those six people that we have are... Jeremy, Jordan, Leo, Sam, Evan, and another Sam from Indiana. And then those six get to do the swimsuit competition. Overall, guys versus girls to kind of comparing last week to this week. Did the guys seem as comfortable as the girls, do no. you think, starting out? <laughs> I don't, you think don't think so. so? No. no. Why do you say that? It seemed awkward. Yeah, they seemed very awkward. Yeah. And I, I feel like girls, too, are just more ready for that. Like, I, I think some of these guys could have benefited from getting a little bit of a tan. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I was like, you're gonna be in a swimsuit. You know you're gonna be in a swimsuit. And you didn't try very hard. Like, just a little bit of a tan. Like, I feel like girls just, you know, they know how to get ready for those sorts of things more than guys. Guys are just like, oh, these old swim trunks. I'll put these on. Like, whatever. Like, I'm sure the girls went out and bought their own bathing suits. Like, really made themselves, like, look their best. And guys are just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Unless we live in L.A., in which case. That's they want to be pretty. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> in, in L.A., guys know what yeah. to do. But we um, had some, yeah. We had Jordan, Jordan looked good, though. I mean, he wore his Jordan tank top, tank. his tennis shoes. He was very yeah. comfortable. Um, and I thought it was so cute how he was like, I still have some winter weight from 2015. <laughs> oh like, I felt Fantastic. that. Fantastic. Yes. I thought was really cute. So thoughts as a girl, when you're watching these guys, you see a guy come out. A couple guys were pretty fit. Is that good or is that you almost wonder why they're so fit and are they too addicted to fitness? Interesting question. I think it has to do, too, with the personality that goes with it. Like, Leo came out, was very fit, mm-hmm. but just so cheesy and not real and I think that that kind of went with his body type almost mm-hmm. like very just into his physical looks and there was nothing really that deep about him. He almost seemed too cocky I yes, thought. Yes, yeah. I wasn't into Leo. <laughs> he was very comfortable too on that stage. Out of all the I felt like he mm-hmm. was very comfortable mm-hmm. and was speaking with his hands and like he knew he looked good on that stage, you know? Like he, yeah. he was feeling himself a little bit. Which mm-hmm. there's honestly nothing wrong with, but there is a fine line between confidence and arrogance. And I think yes. it's very hard to like I mean, just that little extra inch makes a huge difference where ugh like every the inch it's matters. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Terrible joke. You threw up the softball, I had but, um, to hit it. Sh- yeah, it was a hard ball. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I thought Sam's song really stole the show. <clears throat> I mean... Oh. I mean, if you're a Ooh. unicorn, yeah. that's who you're looking for. <laughs> I was you dying. Know? Um, I like he's can't. looking for a unicorn. Yeah. He was just are, are a little too serious. A little too serious. Well, it, it, give him... I mean, listen. The guy came out and sang in front of millions of people. Kudos to him for having the confidence to do that. And his little... <laughs> Can I get a snap? Yeah. <laughs> Did he know that she's a singer? 
if you're gonna do something like that, you better be Whitney freaking Houston. Yeah. Like, don't hey. do that if you're just like okay or mediocre. Right. But there could be you something either that's have to be really that. bad at it or really good at it. It can't yeah. be like you're like kind of good because then it's like then we're expecting greatness here instead of it just being like a cheesy like you're having fun with it and making a fool of yourself. Then that's fine. That's kind of yes. cute and endearing. But when you're trying really hard to actually be like legit. A professional singer, then I'm like, yeah, I'm dying that's over here. what I'm talking about. Do you think he was trying serious. to be like legit, or do yeah, you I think, think he, he was, was just trying to be cute? No, oh. I think he was trying hard to be like, oh, like I have this sexy, sultry voice, and I'm gonna woo her with yes, it. Yes, yes. Woo her by unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Takes all kinds the to lyrics, make up the world. The voice, I think it was all. He had like he was beautiful though. Yeah, I mean, beautiful man. His he eyes, he, he had was a amazing eyes. Yeah. Well, Sam White might have been beautiful, but he was not beautiful enough for Ashley. He did not make it to the next round. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, Jordan, Leo, and Sam then get to kind of answer questions of what matters most to Ashley. And she comes out of the gate talking about her five-year-old boy. I think the first question was to Sam talking about the five-year-old boy. Would you be surprised? I mean, I guess, how, how do you take that question? And it's like last week where, how would you feel if someone who doesn't have uh, a leg? How do you feel? I, I feel like they're they're coming out of the gate strong with these mm-hmm. questions. Good. I killed it. You know, I think it's so great that they do that because, like, I don't want to call anything, like, baggage or whatever, mm-hmm. but if something is, like, a non-negotiable for you in a relationship you better put that out day one yeah. so that you can weed out all the people who aren't worthy of your time. Like, you should just put it out on the table. If you have something that you know is going to be a glaring, like, oh, someone might not be cool with this, I would just lay it out so that you don't have to deal with, like, mm. falling in love with someone and then them finding out later and then, like, oh, well, I already invested all this time and energy and love and now it's not going to work out because of this one thing. So it's kind of... It's kind of, like, a good thing to kind of, like, get it out of the way and put it out there, I think. I think it's great to ask these questions, but how genuine are their answers? Are they just going to say exactly (sighs) what you want to hear? You know, how can someone process that? If they're going into this thinking that they're meeting a single woman who doesn't have a child, doesn't have a lot of responsibility, and then they hear that... Of course, they're going to say the right thing. And I say, think Sam, though, was he, very it did genuine. Feel, it did feel genuine. But, yeah, I mean, but what's he going to say? No, I, but I'm was, not going like, to take care no of your kid. Pause. The words that he said, he said, like, he would take her child in as his own. Yeah. I think if you're really not that into it, you just kind of be like, sure, I love your kid. And that's uh, the end of it, you know? But he was really, thing. like, thoughtful about it. And he, I think he knew. He, he was, was, yeah, he was fine with it. You're right. He was really sweet. But the thing that. Like, I'm not trying to say he's inauthentic or, like, disingenuous. How can you say that if you don't know the person, though? Because I feel like it's definitely a case-by-case basis. It's not like, I'll be okay with anyone who has a kid. It's like, no, I'll be okay if it's the right person who has a kid. Mm -hmm. So for me, when someone says that, it's like, ugh. Like, that's why it was so cringeworthy to listen to Jeremy. Well, he's answering, though, as if... He thinks that she's the right person. But you should. I don't feel like you should answer like that. It's like if you're the right person, then yeah, I totally. I think he's just saying if someone has a kid and I fall in love with you, like I'm gonna fall in love with your kid too, and your kid's gonna become my own. Like, I would say, like if someone asked me that question, I would say yes, I wouldn't care if you had a kid. Like, I mean, yes, yes, but I do feel like it's to say it in that moment. And yes, I think you do have to love that person in order to fully commit. Yes, I'm gonna take care of you and your child like how can he he can't he doesn't know how old the child is like he doesn't know anything about mm-hmm. anything so, he, but so I don't think some people care I think some people are just <laughs> I think because I don't I wouldn't care if how old your kid was or how many kids you had mm-hmm. like 
if I loved you, then I would love your kids. Like, and it seems like her yeah. dad was kind of confused about how many kids she had. <laughs> oh my goodness! By saying she's got all these kids, she's, she's got several kids. Right. Like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> he did a really terrible job of like advocating for his daughter. He's yeah. like, yeah, she's had a lot of failed relationships. Oh. <laughs> oh. Time, like what? Like, I why would was die. the dad speaking? The mom should have been speaking. I know. And I think, so I think talking about people who kind of told her what she wanted to hear. I think Leo did that when asked about religion and he's oh, like oh, oh, oh my god came from this and I think it's important and <laughs> it if it's important so to you much. I care about I he think, said he was a mixture of Catholic and Jewish. He was one yeah. of those he religions. Said he was raised Catholic. Like he said, I'm raised Catholic, but my dad's Jewish. And you know, I don't really care for religion. It's not really important to me. I don't really believe in it. But oh yeah, it matters a lot to me. If it matters a lot to you, like what? No. And he said he was somewhere in the middle of Catholicism so, yeah, exactly. and Judaism. So I am interested. Did he just create a new I, religion? What is that? <laughs> I want to know, Leo. Let's dive into that this time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Scientology. Uh, Scientology. Scientology. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Jeff Graham in the booth. Uh, and you talked about meeting the parents. Last week we had the friend. This week is the parents. Mm-hmm. How important is meeting parents to knowing if someone is your significant oh, other and getting that approval? So important for me because I genuinely believe that when you marry someone you marry their family. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I see it as a union of two different families, so sometimes people will be like, well, I don't care if my mom doesn't approve, or I don't care if my dad doesn't approve. If this person's the one, they're the one. And I'm like, yeah, I totally respect that and get it, but at the same time, if you're someone like me who's super close to your family, you would want that blending of, like, like, if you get to have my mom as your mother-in-law, I want to get to have your mom as my mother-in-law, too. You know what I mean? Like, I want that second mom, too. <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate, because I am married, and my husband is very introvert, and I'm very close to my family, and mm-hmm. he's not close to my family. Mm. I'm close to his family, but it's just, I don't, for me, it's not a make or break. Of course, I want to love your family. Meeting the family is important, mm-hmm. knowing where you come from. But in terms of the relationship, it's you and that person. So, I mean, it hasn't presented a problem for us. And I think that, you know, every everyone's situation is different. So, that's what we're doing. Shanice in the chat says it's very important. She also agreed, said that Sam was very genuine, but that he seemed fake. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, girl. I get what you're saying, yeah. So, very uh, important. Yeah, and I think it's... I think we. I think you can tell a lot from someone's parents too, and I think certainly I was able to tell a lot from her parents tonight. Of uh, they were seemed like very just stand up people, not flashy at all, mm-hmm. and I think that's important. If I was one of the guys, like I'd be like, oh, okay, so she comes from almost like a very down to earth family. I got the totally. vibe that the mom was the dominant one in the relationship. Yeah, I, I can see that. that. Even though her dad's a sheriff, yeah. I didn't gather that at I, all. I got that. I think Even outspoken. though the mom was quiet, I felt like she's the one who's like leading this relationship. She lets him do whatever and think like, okay, he's the one talking. The woman but is the I'm... neck, the man is the head. You know, <laughs> yeah. she's the backbone. I think the parents definitely liked Sam because there was a reveal of Sam and Jordan in the final two. I think the parents went with Sam. Oh, yes. yeah. The parents yes. for sure were into Sam. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there was a look of disappointment on their face when she chose Jordan. And I feel like even with her, she was like, oh, shit. When Sam answered, the dad said something like, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, this guy, this nice Christian boy, loves Jesus, take his son in, yeah. Oh, I know. And his parents did ask Jordan, 
so you haven't been committed for nine years. What took so long for that commitment? And that's what scares me because this didn't end in a proposal. This ended him in yeah. him saying, yep. let's go to Fiji and see if it works out. Like, <laughs> that all sounds great. Yeah, I'm down for a vacation, but hello, this is called the proposal. Are we going right. to propose? Like, what? that's what we're here for. Yeah, that's a huge topic I want to talk about is with Jordan, do you think he is committed? He said he was in a nine-year relationship. He was asked a question of, have you ever hurt someone? Yes. I didn't want to propose unless I found the X factor in this person. Do we think he's committed? Do no. We- here's, here's the thing. Uh-oh. Oh, my, here we go. Uh, the one person who's team Jordan. For, okay, I'm speaking to you Bachelor fans out there because... Anyone who's a Bachelor fan is probably, like, swooning over Peter Krause, who was my favorite Bachelor contender ever. And there was so much backlash with Peter Mm -hmm. from Rachel Lindsay's season because at the end of it, he did not want to propose because he felt like it was too fast and he really wanted to get to know Rachel Lindsay outside of the entire show and the production to really see if it could work because he only wanted to get down on his knee once before proposing. Bachelor Nation flipped out. It yeah. was a very polarizing issue where people were like, you signed up for this show. You know what you're supposed to do at the end of it. And there were other people who were like, oh, Rachel, you only want a ring and a proposal. Isn't the person more important than the ring? And here's what I say to it, because I'm a huge Peter supporter. I love him. I genuinely think that I like I can respect what Peter did and what Jordan did because what they did was they remained authentic to themselves. And I love that, that uh, <laughs> Jeff is pulling up the, the gorgeous, <laughs> the gorgeous man we have in front of us, Peter Krause. He's like, go- like phenomenally beautiful. But um, what I love about both of these people is that they remained authentic to themselves. They're not going to make a commitment that their heart is not in, and that's why I feel like when you say, "Is he committed?" I'm like, "Yes." Jordan no. is committed to the process. But he's not going to put a ring on they're, they're on a show. Knows. They're on a show called The Proposal. So you think that just because they're on the show The Proposal that they have to do a I, proposal at the end? I just I don't, don't think Jordan was that great of a guy. Also, what is Jordan showing us? Jordan is showing us that he he insinuated that he cheated. Yes. And that he, he's yes. apologetic yes. for that. Po- okay, he did something and he learned a life lesson from it. He I think it was cheating. But, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so he didn't say how he felt bad. He said it was the biggest mistake of his life. But he heard that person and I hope it wasn't the person that he was with for nine years like this yeah, poor girl I'm sure it was I, this poor girl be. I would, who yeah. else would it be how old is he let's do like a mathematical uh, analysis Peter <laughs> let me look here <laughs> Oh, no, no, not, not Peter. Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Jordan, yeah, Jordan yeah. Uh, is 33 at producer Los so, Angeles. So 33 minus 9. Can someone do the 24. math? 24. <laughs> so he was young. He was young. Fair. But still, I just, everything that he's showing, you only have an allotted amount of time Well, he was young present. when he started the relationship. Exactly. Nine exactly. years. Hello. He's dragging his feet. I'm not making an excuse for cheating because, honestly, if anyone ever cheated on me, I don't think I would take them back because that's, like, a huge breach I, of trust. But when you're a 24-year-old guy, like, I don't want. On. I don't want to accuse him of cheating. No. I think, I think I what could have happened... Allegedly. I think, allegedly, <laughs> there you go. Allegedly. There you go. I think what could have happened is he maybe let her on was how he hurt her. I don't know if it would be specifically cheating. And I don't have a problem with him not proposing at the end of the show. Even with Peter, I was n- not... In disagreement with what he did. I just think the whole nine year thing and then him kind of approaching this of oh well, let's do all the fun things in a relationship go to Fiji let's do all this mm-hmm. other thing but I don't want to actually get married and make that commitment and yeah. I think that's where the red flags mm-hmm. would be for me. Not necessarily him not wanting to propose after knowing the girl for an hour. 
totally understand. <laughs> but him like, let's go have fun and go to Fiji and do all these wonderful relationship things, but I'm not going to do this whole major relationship. But thing. I feel right. like Sam was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do everything. I'll take the kids as if they're my own. I'll get married to you. I'll do this. These are my parents. It's like, yeah, you say all these things, but it makes me feel like you would do that for any girl that presented themselves to you. But with Jordan, it's almost like you're just taking a big leap of faith because he's like, I didn't commit to that relationship because I didn't find mad love and I yeah, didn't want to settle. I don't like that So word. then how do you find that mad love? What is the definition yeah. of that? Attraction, clearly. Like, to me, that's like, yeah, I want that I mean, lust kind of love that's right. going to burn out in two attraction months. Attraction coming, and, coming and in. How important is attraction in a relationship, Oh, though? it's huge. Yeah. It's so, 100%. But he's also talking about finding the X factor, and usually the X factor is something that you know right away. That X factor of like, wow, this yeah. person, I just know. Fair. That's not something you're like eight years in. Well, next year, I think <laughs> it's going to happen. No, I, I I get what you're saying, but I do think that sometimes you don't feel the X factor right away, but once you get to know more about them, that X factor can develop where it's like this intangible quality that you can't put your See? finger on, that you're like, oh, this is my person because we have some crazy chemistry going on, whether it's intellectual chemistry, emotional chemistry, you know, like some sort of familiarity. I just feel like with Jordan, you're you're walking a fine line, and she just better protect herself. He just seems flimsy to me. He does. Like, like a nine-year relationship. You know in nine years whether you like that person or not. That was the you know? mistake that he made. Remember he said the hardest decision he had to make was kind of like saying no to that relationship and having it come to a close. Are we going like, to agree to disagree about Jordan? I think, yeah. I think we're going to disagree. You can go into the chat. Suze B and Shanice, both fans of Peter, both fans of Jordan, and I love it. Shanice pulls out that Jennifer Hudson was engaged for almost a decade and that didn't work out. True. So that she understands Jordan, although there were allegations of cheating. Right. Aww. Among other things. During that. Yes. So, does it also compare to Jordan in that regard? <laughs> we shall see. The reveal, I think the final speeches, I think, uh, I was shocked. I mean, I really thought that Sam, and I don't know, I guess, like, how do you recover from that? Here's the thing, though. When you heard Jordan's speech first, you heard all the ahs and oohs in the yeah. audience. Did you think that, like, before you even heard Sam's speech, were you like, Jordan has this in the bag? I, yes. I, thought, he, I yeah. thought he had it pretty high. But then he pulled out, uh, Sam pulled out the video. Yeah. Which, yeah. which, how, how is that fair? I, I mean, there's no rules. Jordan didn't know that he could. He, he wasn't do that. creative enough. All is fair in love and war. Yes. But, I, but I also yeah. felt like Sam, too, was kind of using his parents' relationship to kind of get, because he said it twice. In the first question, when she asked, you know, tell, tell me about yourself, he brought out the picture of his family. Then he did the video. So it's like, okay, dude, like, we get it. You love your family. Tell us more. Tell us something mm -hmm. else. You know, that's Are you, like, that trading sides right now? <laughs> I don't, I'm just all over the place. You know, that's something <laughs> I that don't they, know how to feel. <laughs> they do that a lot in the Bachelor franchise as well. Like, every single Bachelor, Bachelor episode, whenever it's down to, like, the final, like, four, final five, they're always like, yeah, you know, I just want to love, like, the love that my parents have. They've been married for 50 years, and they're mm -hmm. so happy. You never have, like, a couple that's like, yeah, my parents got divorced at two, and, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't have a dad or mom, but, like, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's happened a couple times. Well, and love can happen in those circumstances as they, well. They can, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. There's always, like, like... Th that show format has like this very like picturesque idea of like what love should be and like oh if you had parents that were married for this many years well clearly you know what what, what love is and you want the same thing so like 
I don't know. Like, I feel like he did really overdo that. Like, oh, my parents this and my parents that. But that's, like, what he knows and I what he's he wants. I think he's just a wholesome guy and yeah. loves his oh, family he and boys. He's faith cute. and he's just a great guy. He's <laughs> he sick. is honestly, Sarah's like, fantastic. so freaking cute. I hope he finds someone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel wow. so bad for him. Well, <laughs> maybe she ends up with him. Who knows? Maybe. Well, I, uh, I, well that would well, be crazy. Hey, it's happened on The Bachelor where they switched it. So, <laughs> they have. You Molly know, after Jason. after the final ring on the proposal, we'll see maybe at the end of the season if they do one of those. <laughs> going into this with the girl tonight, did we think that she was going to be doing the proposing? And what are your thoughts as ladies? on doing the proposing versus being proposed to. The only reason I knew she wouldn't be doing the proposing is because when you compare this show to the Bachelor franchise, the Bachelor mm-hmm. always has, for whatever reason, both guys get down on a knee and always says no to one of them, mm-hmm. which I think is just, like, horrible, but it's great for TV and ratings, whatever. <laughs> um, but I knew that she wouldn't, and I don't think there's anything wrong with the female proposing. Do you think we'll see one before the season is out? No. I think we will. Well, this is my question. The Neil Lane diamond rings, are they for males and females? Because if which if she's proposing to him, she would need a ring for him, oh, right? Advice. She would need a ring, and he'd probably give her one back. Exactly. So th- then I'm wondering how that would play out as well if a woman does end up proposing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Go after what you want, girl. If it you see a man you want, go get it. Reminds me of Gilmore Girls with yeah. Lorelai, if you guys ever watched uh, that. Yes, I am a big fan, and I didn't like that either. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. You kind of want to feel like you're being pursued when you're a woman. Right. It well, depends the, on everyone, though. The rings that were given out last week, Mike gave one to Monica that was certainly taking over social media. Lauren, what else was going on on social media this okay. week? Okay, I have a few updates on Mike okay. and Monica. Okay, let's hear it. We can't forget After about them. Um, I have a video from the proposal Twitter account. If we can pull that up. Ooh. Oh, they're so cute. It's coming, Jeff Graham. Working hard in the this booth. This was posted six days ago this on Twitter. Worth the go. wait. Here we go. One guys. You guys. Never thought anything like this would happen in like a million years. Never thought I'd be on television. Never oh. thought I'd get down on one knee and propose to somebody in under an hour. But <laughs> me either. It happened. <laughs> and crazy. Got to meet this beautiful gal. So we're having a good time, and you know we're excited for what the future has in store for us. So. Definitely. Can't wait to get that ring. <laughs> See you guys. Okay, so in the video she doesn't have the ring, which I'm assuming that it was because they were still undercover and so obviously she can't be walking Probably. around wearing a ring. But later that day, they the proposal account tweeted again pictures of Monica and Mike with the ring on. There's a couple of them. Aww. So she did get that ring to that day. She did get that Neil Lane diamond. <laughs> and they're actually at the Universal City Walk right there. Oh, I'm just at that restaurant. <laughs> they're so perfect. They look so I know, they look so super happy. Cute. So... Um, we can see that they're still happy as of today because Monica posted this morning on her Instagram ac- account a picture of Mike and her, and she said, Chilling in Hawaii, wishing Crow Bocop was here. Also excited to see the next episode of The Proposal tonight. Aww. So and they're still it's happy. two months. Two months, they yeah, said at the beginning of this. So. It's been a while. Two months. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for them, they got engaged in a... In a it's an hour, so you know. Fair. The then it's, it's been a long, long time. time. The first two months are the hardest. Yeah, right. Isn't right, that right. what they say? <laughs> hey, 
Okay, I have the highest hopes for them. Okay. Yes. Where you know we only want the best for both Mike and Monica together. Going on to the news that happened in the past week, what are people saying about obviously the huge bombshell, but also just their reaction? To the first episode. So, the reaction to the first episode, Pop Sugar says, ABC's new dating show is so absurd, people can't stop comparing it to Black Mirror, which Interesting. I, <laughs> I thought was a little bizarre. Uh, one fan said, ABC is trolling us right now. This has to be a joke. Hashtag the proposal. And another said, if you think I'm going to watch this ridiculous Maris pageant, you are absolutely right. So, it sounds like <laughs> we're kind of in the middle. You're absolutely, You're absolutely right. right. Yeah. Um, in regards to everything that happened that we talked about at the top of the episode, creator Mike Fleiss tweeted, how are we supposed to find out about something that's never been reported? Um, and mm. he got a lot of backlash for that. A lot of people were tweeting, um, let's do background checks. Like, can you get some more information on them? After that, he clarified, for the record, I'm horrified that any of these abusive a-holes are on our shows. We're working very hard to find ways to do better. Um, and in response to that, people were just saying that it took them too long to get back to and, and, and address the issue. Um, and if you remember, if you are a Bachelor or Bachelorette fan, um, they have Lincoln Adim. He was a, a contestant on The Bachelorette. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he um, was convicted of indecent assault and battery last month. Mm-hmm. So it seems to be a, a pattern of questionable characters. Um, I know with reality shows, I've tried out for some, they don't really do a deep, thorough background check. Basically, they just go off of what you tell them. So it's you know it really makes you question how safe are these people. Interesting. And I wonder how much that played a role in them pulling this episode based on the fact that one of their, you know, premiere shows, long running shows had a contestant that was actually convicted. I mean, that says a lot. So I certainly think they didn't uh, didn't take any chances. And again, better safe than sorry. The special segment time. I'm very excited. We're talking about this. A compatibility quiz. Yes. You know, this is an hour of trying to figure out your compatibility. Maybe if you have more than an hour or just an hour to get together with someone. Yeah. Mina, you have some questions that can help. I do. And I feel like these are questions that they should implement in the proposal. A lot Ooh, of people right. are super skeptical. They're like, you know, the show, the proposal. Is it possible to really find love on a show where you're just like getting to know someone in that short period of time? People say the same thing about the Bachelor franchise, but mm-hmm. boy, do I have the perfect solution of something that will make you fall in love in 45 minutes. And All I know right. I totally sound like Dr. Oz right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, We're believers. Like, We're believers. This is some sketch, like, illegitimate type of thing. But no. Definitely, yeah, no, no, not Alex Trebek, but, um, (laughs) so this is a psychological test that was put together by a psychologist named Arthur Aaron. He was a pretty prominent psychologist in the 90s, and this is when he actually came up with this. He went to school at UC Berkeley, and he's done a lot of research when it comes to, like, falling in love and creating, like, intimate relationships, so he came up with 36 questions that take approximately 45 minutes to ask your partner, and whether or not this person is, like, a Platonic friend, a random stranger, or someone you've actually been in a relationship for a while with, you can actually build like a lasting connection and real intimacy with this person and even become closer than you had ever anticipated was possible. All right, so, what do we got for questions here? So for Some questions, of the 36. it starts out from uh, the most basic questions to more intimate questions as you go along. So just like a few of them, it starts off with number one, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Um, number two, 
would you like to be famous and in what way? Mm. And everyone's like, no, no, just Insta famous. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then it goes on like question 13. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Which I think is actually a really interesting question. And then as we keep going down the line, I'm just going to do a few more. Uh, Question number 24. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. And um, question number... Let's let's find another good one. Um, tw- number 27. If you were going to become a close friend with your partner, please share what would be important for him or her to know. And thir- I like uh, 30 there. 30? When did you last cry in front of another person? And then when did you last cry by yourself? Man. Which I feel is a super vulnerable question. Yeah. It, wow. And then finally, um, the very last question, share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you um, how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. So Man. a lot of like interesting questions there. There's a pretty good mix. True story. Uh, I was in a serious relationship with a girl and we went for a hike and she had these questions and we talked them over on the hike. I was not prepared. I am glad we did it. It was a good, I thought it was a good experience. I'm glad we were doing something else like hiking instead of just like sitting at dinner. But I think it definitely, I thought, uh, gave us more perspective of each other. How long had you guys been dating when you did this? Oh, about a year. And then you broke up right after? No, we dated uh, another, like, six months. Okay. Yeah. Not even joking. I've actually done this pretty early on, Uh, and it's given me a pretty good idea of how someone is. (laughs) Yeah. Have you just done it and been like, nope, not the one? No, I've literally been like, Did you prepare them, or did you just start asking questions? They're like, where are you going with this here? Honestly, I feel like when I get to know people, like, sometimes the interviewer in me comes out already, where I'm like, oh, like, tell me about that. That's super interesting. And I just get, like, really inquisitive and, like, stare into your soul. So mm. I have like a good a good radar on like Suze B says are. question sixteen What do you value most in a friendship? I mean apparently Suze B I don't know if you've used this before. Be interested to hear your take on if it was successful and what you learned. Uh, looking ahead to next week, let's do some predictions. After Buzz TV predictions. I, I do this just so I can hear that, which is just <laughs> such a fantastic voiceover. Fair. What do you guys think? Obviously, I think we're going back to a guy next time being mm-hmm. hidden. The first two they had a guy. I, I want to say they had a guy who had a prosthetic leg. They had a girl who had a child. I mean this in the best way possible. Are they going, you think, for these not traditional people? Do you think we'll see another one of those next time? Do you think – what do you think about the next person? Yeah, I think that's actually a really good point. It kind of goes along with what we were saying last week about how they have people that are in their 30s. I think they are looking for the unconventional – person to date. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's cool that they're featuring different people, um, people with children, because it's it's real life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to predict a proposal. Yeah, I'm like, I just want it to happen again. (laughs) Well, and we saw... And I think with one guy and more girls, I think that more proposals will happen for some reason. I don't... I think girls are more willing to say yes sometimes. Yeah. Like, I think, like, the guys are like, whoa, whoa, commitment, that's a little scary, I'm gonna take you to Fiji. Like, (laughs) but the girls are like, all girls, I think, most girls want to be in relationships and get married and, you know, Mm -hmm. they're like, let's do it. More hopeless romantics, probably. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, yeah. So <laughs> I think, well, I saw in the preview that we're going to get to see some singing too. So I'm looking forward Ooh. to seeing oh, that. Yes, yes. I, a, a woman had a guitar. So now we're bringing instruments into this. Oh, thing. and I saw a familiar face. Scallop Fingers. Oh, from the Bachelor, Bachelor. Yes. And she I was on Bachelor her. in Paradise. And now she is on a proposal, I so guess. So I just wonder if they get like a leg up because they've already been on another show. Like, right. is, are there things that she knows that the other contestants Third don't? time's the charm? I oh, know. There she goes. I hope so. Maybe. Yeah, there Jeff Graham's pulling her up. What are your thoughts, Mina? Oh, you got any predictions? You know, we did actually see some familiar faces in the audience tonight. You know, we saw Jared Haven, mm. Ashley's really? fiance. We saw him in the audience for like a split second sitting next to Dean at Dean 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 yep. Dean yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, what do, oh, Scallop Fingers. Yes. yes. There's the picture. Yeah, I never knew her by her nickname. I, I know who well. that is, though. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, no no predictions for me. Like, I just feel like it's going to be a really good episode. I'm and making the prediction. We're gonna see, like, I think we're going to see bolder women who are like, gonna woo the men because like someone a woman singing a song to a guy that's like yeah i have a prediction uh that we're going to see a younger person because i think uh mike was in his mid-30s she Mm -hmm. was around 30 if i remember correctly Uh, i think we're going to see someone younger maybe someone mid-20s mid to early 20s kind of switch it up a little bit but we'll wait and see until next week you guys can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at the only MC. Ladies, where can they find you? Hey everyone, I'm Mina, and you can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. You can also follow me tomorrow. Um, we're actually doing the season finale of Genius Picasso, and it airs at AfterBuzz TV at 7 p.m. So stay tuned to that. Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Ashley Beck. Thanks, everyone. You can find me at Laurenti Pacheco on Instagram and Twitter. And everyone in the chat, thank you so much for joining. Shanice and Suze B, definite shout out to you guys. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, we're live every single Monday at 8.15 p.m. Pacific time. Love to have you guys join us in the chat. Give us your live reactions to this crazy, crazy show. Thank you very much for watching. We'll see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 